Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. Today, I am joined by returning friend of the show, Danny Martinez of the band Everyone Dies in Utah. I always enjoy my conversations with Danny, and today is no different. The only thing that will be different about this conversation is that not only do we go into all the regular stuff that I would normally bring up with Danny, but also we go track by track of their brand new self-titled album, Everyone Dies in Utah. It came out in October, and it is awesome. So I've wanted to do this for a while, and this was a chance to do it. And the only reason why I'm telling you that now is because in order to give you a little sample of what tracks we were talking about, I cut in with a sample of the track during the conversation. So don't be all surprised. That'll be something new that you're not necessarily used to if you're a longtime listener of Ian Hates Music. Plus, I'll have tracks at the beginning, after the conversation, and at the end of the show, like I tend to do. That'll give you some more taste of how good this album is. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation, so let's get right to it. Let's start with the first track of Everyone Dies in Utah's self-titled album. Let's start with Relentless. Enjoy.
All right, welcome back, everyone, to Ian Hates Music. I am here with returning guest Danny Martinez of the band Everyone Dies in Utah. Danny, what it's, up? Great, it's great to talk to you again. Definitely. So it's been almost two months since the self-title came out. How yep. are you guys feeling about it right now? Uh, I I am really proud of the way this album came out and the, the feedback that we've gotten on it, um, especially considering how the last one went, you know, the we finished this album at the end of March, and we had to wait all the way until October right. to l- hear anyone's opinion on it. And it was the hardest thing for me to sit on. Like I wanted to know what people thought. And whenever we we released it and got the feedback, it was just a relief. That's awesome to hear. And yes, obviously it is a great album. It's on my top list of 2016. And we actually, awesome. I was looking back, we talked to you guys at the end of April. So you had just finished the record yeah. around that time, and then you couldn't talk about it. So it was just yep. waiting and waiting. <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. It was, man, it was a long, long wait. But now, after everything's out, how's In Vogue taking it? How's the push, I guess? Um, I mean, they... I mean, they said that they're pretty proud of, like, the, the numbers. They they didn't expect the for it to do as well as it did. Not 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 saying that they didn't expect it to do well, just... It's doing. It's surpassing their expectations. Oh, so, great! Yeah, that's awesome. So, and you, yeah, you just got done with your tour as well. You were out with Convictions. You were out with Glass Houses, and you were out mm-hmm. with Conspire as well, right? Yes. Now, how did that oh, feel? Yeah. Getting back on the road and actually doing that um, again. Man, it was it. It was great. Uh, we actually uh, so on this last tour, we. Um, all got planet fitness memberships and it's one of those like tour perks that like you take for granted like i don't know why it took us so long to do it but uh the last few tours that we've been on we uh we got maybe one or two showers through the entire (laughs) tour which is pretty gross but i mean that's just how it is right and on this tour we showered every day like and it was the great it made touring perfect like it was just like i didn't feel gross the van didn't smell as bad like it was a great tour just (laughs) because of planet fitness they definitely helped us out on that that's actually what a great idea that was yeah oh yeah no and i mean like i tried to do something similar with gold's gym Mm -hmm. but like i don't know what happened i i got the membership here in town and they were like yeah you can use this at any gold's gym and i was like sweet first day of tour that i try to use the gold's gym membership they're like yeah you can't use that here what? and i was like uh but they said they were like nope nope you can't use it i was like well all right 
Yeah. Well, I guess uh, you know we'll shower once or twice a week, you know. And then but, uh, fitness to the rescue, then. Yeah, they were like, yeah, you can use it, you know, here, Alaska, wherever there's a Planet Fitness, you can use this. <laughs> I was like, you're sure? Right. They're like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna try it. And man, it it changed my life. Like, touring is not even that bad anymore now that I can shower every day. <laughs> Was that one of the number one things that you hated about going out on tour? Yeah, actually, it was. Like, I just, I, I don't like feeling dirty. And, like, when I'm home, I shower every day. Like, it's just, like, it's just one of those, like, it's not an OCD thing. It's just, like, I feel, especially, like, with my hair. Like, I have long, curly hair. Mm -hmm. Like, that stuff feels gross after, like, <laughs> a couple days of not showering. And then, you know, playing the show itself, like, we jump around that crazy and get sweaty. Like, it just right. adds to it. And it's just... It was it was pretty bad, but with you know the showers every day like touring, it was it was awesome. Like on top of that, we had some good shows and like the bands that we toured with were were awesome. So it made it you know that much greater. Now let me ask just before we move on to that, at Planet Fitness, did you guys actually work out as well? Was that like a stress reliever for the tour? Yeah, actually, uh, Nathan, um, he he's our drummer. He like is a bodybuilder and like is, is much stronger than all of us. And he kind of like, you know, gave us pointers and, and cause it was kind of like our fitness trainer on the road. And so it, it worked out pretty great. Very nice. You had mentioned how great the guys were that you were touring with. Did you get yeah. a chance to listen to any of the new music? Cause convictions had their new album out. Oh yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I watch them every day. Like I watched all the bands every day. Like it's kind of one of my things that I like to do. Like, even with like local bands, like I'll watch every single local band, you know, because whenever we first started, I, you know, would open up for like an awesome touring act that I was like looking up to, and then I would hope that they would watch me, and then I'd go ask them, hey, did you check us out? And they'd be like, you could tell like they they didn't, they were just like, <laughs> I'm gonna chill in the van, and sure. uh, which I I understand that too, like that's, you know, it it touring is exhausting and like you know hearing bands every day like but like you know all the openers are are trying to like impress us and they want you know most of the times they want to like you know get pointers and like talk to us about their music and stuff like that so i i make it a point to watch every single band every day that we play so wow but yeah that's impressive so you've really taken the whole veteran role to heart yeah 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 no, oh yeah awesome. for sure <laughs> That's great. Yeah, especially with being away for so long in between records, it must have been awesome just for you to get out there and finally do the thing that you really enjoy doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, because I mean, playing shows is just like writing music is awesome. I love writing music. I love that aspect of being in a band. But playing shows is a whole different world. Like that, you kind of like lose yourself in in the in the world of like the shows, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. for sure. Going out on that tour, since you guys didn't come to the East Coast for this one, how did you guys decide on what track list, what set list you wanted to play? Um, for this one, we kind of just uh, we we played the singles, mm -hmm. and then uh, we played a couple of the the oldies that you know we felt like were the most popular, and just the one that ones we really enjoyed playing, um, and then. Uh, and then for songs that people hadn't heard, we kind of just were like, you know what? I think people will really enjoy this. And like, we we played a three pointer live, and oh, no one yeah. had ever heard that song. And it was we felt like you know it was just a heavy like 
hardcore song that everyone you know like if you didn't know the song you could still move to it because it's just like that intense absolutely so yeah was so, that just a group decision that you guys kind of went through and said okay we want to play the fan favorites was there anything that you threw in there or anyone in the band threw in there and said i really love playing this song and this is the one i want to do uh well i mean luckily for the new albums because we played a lot of the new album like a lot of the new album is just like like super fun to play and like mm -hmm. We love that album so much that we're just like, you know, it, it was hard to pick. It was really, really hard to pick which songs we were going to play. But we were like, let's play the singles because people will know those. And then let's let's just throw in the heaviest one that we have. And then we'll figure it out after that. After the album comes out, like next tour, we'll, now that we know like which songs are the popular songs, like mm -hmm. we'll start playing those live. Yeah, that's a great idea for sure. So the response was, I'm imagining, very good. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like the we've gotten a r great response on the new songs live. It's it's pretty great. It feels it feels really good knowing that like we wrote a, a a good enough album for people to enjoy live and on CD. I guess that's a good place to start talking about the self-titled. So like I mentioned, we talked back in April and mm -hmm. you couldn't really go into too much about it, but if you yeah. could now that you know everything's kind of passed and you've got this huge weight off your shoulders, what was that mindset like when you came into the studio and you were making this album? How did you feel towards the end of it? Was it cathartic? Oh man, it was. It was I felt so good. Like I, I never, like I mean, I, I was proud of all the work that we've done in the past, mm -hmm. but I felt, I don't know, it was a different kind of proud. Like it's just you know because we we came back from like a pretty dark place in our career and it's just like all the songs like were life experiences and like you know things that kind of helped me push through to where we are now and and so like it was just it was a really really proud mo moment in like our music career for me at least that's awesome to hear yeah we had talked on the weekly show when you had put out mm -hmm. that facebook message as well because we had talked on the show, you know, us together about it a yeah. little bit, but you went into really specific detail. And I remember we read it word for word on the show because we thought it was so great to put something yeah. out there like that. I don't think I've ever heard a band do that before. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we, I mean, we needed to tell people like, obviously labels don't want you talking about like, you know, the, the bad aspect of the business. Right. Like it's, it's definitely frowned upon, but it's like, we, you know, people, if they don't know what happened, like, they're just going to think like, oh, they just did a shitty album for no reason. You know, like, it's like, we, you know, we needed to, we need to explain what happened. Like it just, it couldn't just be like left out, you know? No, absolutely. Let's actually start. I actually have the signed version right here, if you can oh, see it. Oh, nice. <laughs> I actually, I'm up in the corner. <laughs> which one? On the left or the right? Uh, it'll be left. Left. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Very yeah. nice. I just literally got it about a week ago. Oh, That's God. How... Is that from Merch Now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Like I love them for supporting bands and doing all this really cool merch bundle stuff, because I got the big one, because I was like, I need yeah, all yeah, the yeah. shirts. I need everything. But man, sometimes when they get behind, they just really they, get behind. Oh, they get really behind. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it just barely got there. It was pretty funny. But we did, obviously, we did an album review on the show for everything, and we yeah. all loved it. It is a great album, not just blowing smoke up your ass. It is. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Thank you. I oh. definitely appreciate it. Awesome, awesome album. So why don't we go through some of the tracks here and okay. kind of, I'd love to hear your opinion on how it was written and what you were going for, because I think people will find that very interesting. 
Okay, yeah, for sure. So let's start off, obviously, track one, we've got Relentless. Now, with Relentless, lyric-wise, it seems like you're coming out swinging right away, saying, you know, hey, we were gone, but we're back, and this is what we're really going to do, and we're yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah, no, actually, that's pretty spot on. That is definitely, it's speaking about us, and like, you know, it. we, we kind of like, as a band, had to figure out whether or not, like, we wanted to keep doing this and keep pushing forward to, like, you know... Cause music, music is a hard career to like try to get into. Like it, it's, it's not easy in any way. Like anyone can, anyone in the music business will tell you. Like there is like a lot of downs, and there's definitely ups, but there's a lot of downs in it. And then, uh, you know, if you if you don't have your heart in, into it, like it's really it's that's all it takes. It you it takes all your heart and all your emotions, and you gotta like push forward. And so that's that's really what it's about. It was it was you know trying it was it was us trying to decide whether or not we were going to keep going or we weren't and we were just you know what let's keep pushing and see what we got like you know let's let's keep going um let's push forward and i think that's a great intro to the album obviously and one thing i did want to mention too and we had talked about this on the show as well was the point of calling this album everyone dies in utah so doing it as a self-titled was that like a statement of this is yes. who we are okay Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, you know, new label. And then we were like, you know, this album isn't about anything. This album is about us. Okay. So we can't really like call this anything else other than everyone dies in Utah. Right. Because you didn't go for a specific concept on this album, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it was just it was us. It was just our emotions, our, uh, you know, life events, like what we were thinking what was going through our heads like it just it wasn't anything else other than that on this album all right that makes sense now what about yeah. sinners now sinners was your second single and you yes. also released the music video for that as well Yeah, uh, Sinners is, uh, I wrote it about a year ago, actually, lyrically. Um, it was when uh, the gay gay marriage was first legalized, mm -hmm. and I saw on Facebook and, you know, people talking about my friends and, like, you know, like, saying, you know, like, this isn't right, you know, like, it's a, it goes against God, and, and it goes against this, like, you guys shouldn't be able to do this, like, and it just made me so mad because... You know, I have friends who loved each other, but people were saying that you're wrong because you love that person. Like, and it, it pissed me off. Like, it, right. and it's all because, you know, because one person reads a certain book that tells them, like, this is wrong. Like, you know, it, it just, there's no other way for me to explain it other than it just made me angry. And so I, I wrote a song saying, like, hey, you know, live your life how you want to live it. We, we don't want your advice on how to live our lives. Like, we, we're living our lives per perfectly fine. Like, we don't need your religious views pushed on us. You know, love is love, and that's that's what we want it to be. Why don't you go practice what you preach, and right. we'll, we'll live our life, you know? Absolutely. And do you find yourself getting a little bit more into politics? Um, 
A little bit, only because the fact that I think this year's um, uh, presidents, like or the the whole politics, the whole race, you know, like everything kind of it, it was it went beyond political views. Like I, to me, at least, you know, like you know before it, political views was, was like you know I'm gonna raise taxes or I'm not gonna raise taxes. I'm gonna do this for the income. I'm gonna do this. You know, like now it's like you know these people are rapists and murderers and like it, it went beyond politics to me right. like uh so i do find myself more into it just because of that sure. uh i am definitely not a trump supporter in any <laughs> way like i i think that dude is an idiot like it just blows my mind how like how much hate that he spread during his campaign right and that how many people followed that hate you know and and like uh, yeah, that's all, and and it's crazy how much sinners like went into like all that. Like it right. was so relevant to what was going on, and we didn't know that it was going to be relevant like this, you know, in March. You right, know? right. Like, it was just that was something else that was going on a year year before that. So very true. Now I love Texas as I know you do. When you're there, mm-hmm. though, do you see a backlash to that kind of political view? Uh. Kind of, it's it's very split. Like, cause they're in Texas since it's so big. I mean, there's four major cities, like four, three, three or four, three or three, four, yeah, four major <laughs> cities. You know, uh, and all the rest are small country towns. So in like places like Austin, a lot of the political views, you know, like are very similar to my to my my views, you know, right. and uh. But you get to those small country like towns, man. They got that small country way of thinking, and like they don't see beyond their small towns, and right. it, it gets pretty bad. Uh, and I mean, where we live, we live in a small city, like on I-35, which mm-hmm. is like the main road that goes through all the major cities. So it's not like we we're close to all that stuff, but it's not close enough to like I don't know. It, we're we're a little bit. At least some of our our areas like a little more. Uh, we we think a little bit more uh, progressively in the same direction. Yeah, <laughs> in the same direction than the country folks. But Understood. yeah. Did you see anything while you were out on tour? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I saw anything like major. Um, I mean, I definitely saw like uh, my favorite uh, billboard sign was for uh, some real estate company. It had a picture of Trump and Hillary, and it said, uh, "Moving out of the country, we could help you sell your house." <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, I like that. That's the that's the best thing I saw on the road. But um, I didn't see any like major uh, protesting or anything oh, like okay. that. Gotcha. All right, let's go on to the third track now. Natural order. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Sorry, it's been a while oh, since no, I've... Oh, um, okay. So Natural Order was basically, you know, just, just talking about how, like, um, almost like bullies, mm-hmm. but not necessarily bullies, just people that, uh, put themselves above everyone. Like, oh. they, they, everyone is below them. And I, I went through a lot of that in high school. Same. Like, there was definitely, like, you know, a lot of people that put themselves up here and everyone's below me and like don't even speak or look my way kind of attitude right and you know it, it's it didn't make it doesn't make sense to me why people would 
you know, put themselves like that towards and or put themselves up there and and look down on other people's for no reason. Like they have no reason to look down on anyone. To me, like everyone's equal, even if like you know, for example, uh, you know, I work at at Domino's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, delivering, and we have uh, you know, the district manager and the regional managers. They'll come up to our store, and they're they're up there. They're like big head honchos, and like right. they can be intimidating dudes. And like even at their positions, like you know. Everyone at my store is like, oh, God, they're here. Like, oh, no, like, let's like they're scared of them. I'm like, dude, they're just normal people. Like, I, you know, just because we're delivery drivers and they're like, you know, up, you know, up on the ladder of like, you know, the, you know, the business uh, side of everything. Like, doesn't mean like they're better than us, you know, or, or anything like that. Like, they could still talk to us like normal people, which they do. Like, they're really cool people. Um but it's just if it's funny that people get so intimidated by other people that they think are above them. Like when you know, if you just think of other people as equals, like it doesn't it doesn't end up that way. You know, it's just right. normal conversations between two people, and then the people that do put themselves up there and like look down on people. It just that also pisses me off. That's why I wrote a song about <laughs> yeah. it. You know, like luckily I write angry music so I yes. can speak about that kind of stuff. <laughs> very true and yeah i connect with that song a lot too because i went through a lot of the bullying stuff throughout my entire you know life definitely enjoy when people are able to especially write like you said an angry version of that kind of thing i really like that exactly let's move on to track four simply free Okay, um, so <clears throat> this gets uh, gets in, in, into a little bit of like beef uh, with an old uh, member of ours. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't really care <laughs> if he hears this or not, because I mean, it's it's obviously I wrote about it, so I mean, I meant for him to hear it. Right. So our old vocalist, <laughs> um, he quit our band and put us in a very bad position. Because he quit our band uh, a couple weeks before Scream the Prayer Tour, which was a right. major tour Absolutely. that we've been working our ass to get to. And uh, and uh, so lately, you know, he's been doing his project, which is cool. Do mm-hmm. your project. I don't care. It doesn't, you know, like, obviously you're going to keep doing music because if I stop this band, I'm still going to do music because music's is, is what I do. Like, I love music. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, but what has made me mad lately is that he'll use our name to get views or get perks on uh his like gofundmes and stuff like that and so it just i don't know like it just why would you it just right i'm putting all in all this work to keep the band uh relevant Mm -hmm. and he's sitting at home you know working whatever job making whatever money living his daily life doing nothing and it it makes me mad that someone will be like, yeah, I used to be in this band. If you do this for me, I'll do something from that band's, uh, you know, music sure. for you. You like give me money and I will <laughs> do something for you. Right. That was with my old band. But the only reason why that's relevant is because we're still working and doing hard work to like stay relevant. You know. So it's kind of like a call out to him, like, uh, you know. 
because I, I say, you know, keep begging for change, yeah. using our name uh, while I make a difference, being the change. I'm talking about like, you know, we're going to keep doing our music. You know, you know, we see that you're using our name for whatever you're doing, but, you know, we're going to keep doing us, you know. Right. Now, is that something that Trey also felt very passionately about as well? Um, I don't know if I, I think it definitely I mean, it made us all mad. Like, it's definitely it just isn't fair in our eyes for him to to gain money uh you know because i mean bands we honestly don't make that much money off of what we do right so for for him to do the the gofundmes and like get money from people using our name like it just that's it it feels like it's stealing from us you know like so so really all of us all of us are mad about it i think i i might have been like the the most passionate or you know angry about it but like but it definitely all of us you know it definitely uh you know got us in the wrong way that's just a reminder to all the audience listening out there and i say it every week but that's why you have to buy merch bundles and that's why you have to go to shows and buy some merch because these guys are making music that you love and you got to go support them because they're not getting it from the spotify's and all that kind of stuff you got to get the actual stuff so yep absolutely for sure now did he ever try and reach out at all or is that completely cut off no, yeah, no, he ne- he didn't reach out or anything. He didn't say anything about, you know, oh, any okay. of the stuff that he was doing about it. He was just doing it like uh I think he he basically was like if you give me money, I will do an acoustic version of an EDIU song and I'll I'll send it to you. Gotcha. Which technically like I mean, he doesn't own the rights to do something like that. That's selling music Your, that yeah. isn't yours. Right. So Absolutely. Um So now I can yeah. understand why that's even more angry. So. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, like, that's just the, uh, uh-uh. Gotcha. All yeah. right, well, let's move on to track five, Way Back When. Uh, Way Back When uh, is... It's about um, letting people from the past control your future, even if they're not in your life. You know, like we we hold on to like grudges and we hold on to to things that people have done to us that keep us from, you know, uh, relationships, jobs, you know, like anything like it Mm -hmm. just um, for for me, I, you know, for a long time, I let my past relationships um, affect my future relationships like I I stopped talking to certain people because I didn't want to get into relationships because I'm like thinking to myself because of what other people in the past did to me Mm -hmm. this person is going to do the same thing right and you know and I see it a lot in people um for me you know I had two girls uh cheat on me like these were like wow really like long long relationships it wasn't like you know we were together for a couple weeks and then it happened it was like right both of them were like about three years, uh, you know, a piece. Like both oh, wow. of them were about three years. Um, one of them cheated on me with one of my best friends, and oh, that was like, you know, that was the ultimate like stab in the back. Like mm-hmm. you know, because they were both supposed to be my best friends, and right. you know, they screwed me over like that. And so like after that, I was kind of like in a rocky place with the relationships but yet i jumped into one not not soon after that but i jumped into one after that and i was with the girl for about three years and then 
she ended up cheating on me as well, knowing what happened to me oh. right before that, you know, like, so oh. it's like, you know, I get in this, you know, and it, it messes with you psychologically, mm-hmm. like, even if you don't think it does, like, it, it, it gets into your head. Right. And so, um, with my fiance, uh, right now, oh, I congrats. almost didn't, yeah, thank you, yeah. uh, I almost didn't get in a, into a relationship with her because of the things that they did to me, you know, all those uh, years sure. back, you know, like, and for a couple of years, I was just like, you know, I would talk to girls and I would get to that point to where, you know, like you can tell they wanted a relationship, but something was holding me back. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to let them hold me back anymore. So, right. uh, with my fiance now, actually, like I got lucky, like <laughs> I uh, made the right decision, you know, and, yeah. you know, and then, you know, now that, mine me and my fiance's relationship is great you know and i still like you know we're pretty open about our past and i realize a lot of her you know her past you know is holding her back from things as well so it kind of like just inspired you know this this song for me to to write about you know not letting people from the past affect your future because it it does like you know all those you know years later it will still affect you and it's it's good to like let some of that kind of stuff go that's a very relatable song. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. We've all, unfortunately, and I never had that happen to me before. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. crazy for to it to have happen. it back oh. to back. It went, and it was, it was, it was pretty heartbreaking, man. Like, oh yeah. Which you know, I'm supposed to be a tough metal dude, yeah. but like, you know, like that's the it hurts. Like, it, especially when you're with someone for you know three years. Like, it's 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 a pretty. I I don't. I have a high pain tolerance, like when it comes to, like tattoos and like oh, sure. getting hurt and stuff like that. But emotionally getting hurt yeah. is like, it's pretty painful, man. That's like right. the worst pain. Like people don't like to admit it most of the times, but it's it's one of those things, man, because it'll it'll stay with you for a long time. Yep, and at least you have a great outlet for that. So there's something. Oh there. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. A lot of great songs have come out of those two oh, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Well, let's mm-hmm. move on to track six. This is Chronophobia. Now, this song I thought was interesting because you actually premiered it like January 1st or something of this yeah. year. And then, yeah, we yeah. we wrote it in uh, October. So and we oh, okay. we used that song to like try and get on a label, basically. So that's why we were able to release it so early with uh, in Vogue. That makes sense. Is because they were like, you know, let's put this out. You know, let's announce mm-hmm. that you guys are signed to us, and let's use this song as the premiere. You know, like an unveiling of you know EDIU's now in Vogue. Right. Yeah, and it was a great step forward too yeah. with this track. Like you chose a very good track to get noticed. Yeah. With. So what is this one about? This one is actually uh, about chronophobia means fear of time, mm-hmm. and so um, I actually have terrible anxiety when it comes to like time because I feel like it is so like people don't realize it, but it, it go time is like a huge factor in everything that we do. Like mm-hmm. in an instant, like things change, and like uh, you know, people a lot of people don't. They they have a bad sense of time. Like, right. perfect example is my fiance. Uh, <laughs> she's always late to everything, <laughs> and I'm like, look, listen, just because 
you know, you have to be there in 30 minutes. You can't leave like 10 minutes before. You right. got to go to the other side of town. 30, <laughs> 10 minutes is not a long time. You you know, like, and I'm always leaving super early to things. Like I do the same. Yeah. So, and it's just like, but, but, and it goes beyond that because it goes to like goals and your future and like everything, everything. Time is like the biggest factor for anything that you do. And so like, it gives me anxiety all the time. Like I have terrible anxiety attacks because of it. Uh, I've had plenty of them because of, you know, the band and, you know, like, I'm like, man, we only have a few months to do this or like we in, you know, like months sound like a long time, but in, in retrospect, like months are nothing, you know, like they, things change and like a lot of stuff can happen between, you know, now and then. And so it's, it's just one of those songs. Like it was the fear of time is real. And I, and I just, it's something that's in me. Like I still, you know, will have like that fear always like there's, you know, um, time is always going to be that one thing in the back of my mind that I just can't let go of. Like, it's mm-hmm. just always there. It's like, you know, even with aging, like <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm about to turn 27 on Sunday actually. And oh, happy birthday. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to be 27. Like <laughs> I remember when we first started this band, like I was 18 oh, yeah. like, and I'm 27 now. And it's just <laughs> like time flew by. And I think about all the things that we did along the way, like, mm-hmm. and it just feels like it wasn't that long ago. Like everything mm-hmm. is just, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's one of those songs that kind of like it, it has like, it's a lot deeper than I can make, than I can explain it, you know? Sure. I still put on seeing clearly and I'm like, yeah. wow, I can't believe this is from way back then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's such a weird feeling to know that you guys just had a brand new album come out. Yep. It's just, it's weird. So no, I completely, and look, we're on, not only is your birthday coming up, but it's almost Thanksgiving already. Yeah, exactly. Where'd that yeah, come from? I'll, exactly. I mean, this whole year has gone by so fast. Like we were, whenever we the album was coming out in October, mm-hmm. we were complaining just a, a f- like a month ago that it was like, you know, oh man, it's gonna, it's taking so long. So like long. October seventh is so long from now, but it came by so quick. And mm-hmm. then you're we we're like, damn, like that really wasn't that long at of a wait. You know, like I mean, it, it felt like forever, but it right. really wasn't. You know, now that it's out, you know, it just was like, man. That was quick. Like, it came by so quickly. Oh, very true. So, yes. It's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> well, let's move on to track seven with three-pointer. You mentioned playing this one live as well. Yeah, um... It's just one of those songs that just we we have been used and used and used as a band mm-hmm. and we're kind of just fed up with it. So this is almost like our call out to anyone that's ever like used us for their own personal gain. And it's like, you know, we're sick of it and we're not going to put up with any like we'll call out anybody now. Like we don't we're not afraid to like say like, you know, this is this person is doing us wrong. Mm-hmm. This person did us wrong. Like. This is this is the song that talks about that. Like no one should ever be used for someone else's personal gain. No, absolutely. And you guys have gone through so much in your career, so that makes complete sense. Yeah, absolutely. Dealing with all that shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
All right. So Man, now, yeah, it's been yeah, and that was just like, uh, you know, there's there so much stuff has happened. Like even right before recording this album, and we were just like, we need we need an angry song. So yeah. that was the that was the one thing that was like getting all of us. Yeah, I remember when we talked back in April. It was like you guys were holding back. Because yeah. you had put so much on this album about how yeah, angry yeah. you were and just making a statement. Yep. Very exactly. Nice. Very nice. Let's go to track eight, sixteen thirty-five. Sixteen thirty-five is um, about taking in every moment. This kind of like goes together with like chronophobia. Mm-hmm. How like time, you know, scares me. But taking for granted small things in your life, like even it—it's it, hard to explain. Like even like the smallest things could be the most significant moment of your life, and you don't realize it because you're not there in the moment trying to grasp everything that's going on you know and so 1635 is about taking advantage of everything that comes to you because you never know who who's going to be there and who's not going to be there in in the next you know days or or weeks you know like taking in people taking in events in your life like um you know someone invites you somewhere go out with them like you know what why not you know like you never know when that person will be gone and you never know what will happen in your life that, you know, you could be taken away from your, you know, current situation. Why not, you know, go and have a drink with your friends? You know, it's like, you know, 11 at night and you were already about to go to sleep. <laughs> go out anyways, you know, like you never know, like you never know who who needs you there. Like I said, like any any small particular moment could change the times, you know, what, you know, whatever will happen in the future. So, sure. um and it's some it's one of those things that like i've i've slowly started to like realize you know uh especially with like family like any chance that i get to spend with like my my per, like my you know family that i live with mm-hmm. and, and you know family that lives out of town any chance that i get i will spend time with my family because they're the most important people in my life like there's not um you know I, I I played a show in Laredo and I have I I grew up in Laredo till I was six mm-hmm. and I had family there and uh you know I played the show and then I went back to their house right after and like you know it it was super not rock star of me you know <laughs> like rock stars go play shows and then they party all night with everybody and like sure. they do this and that but I was like let's go back to the house let's hang out I had milk and cookies with my <laughs> my little cousins like. I didn't care about any of that other stuff. I, right. I, I just would rather be with my family, uh, enjoying all the time that we could have together, you know, like, and that's, that's basically what inspired 1635. So you must really be looking forward to Thanksgiving. Is that one of your favorite holidays? Um, actually it is one of my favorite holidays. It's, I, I think it's one of the most underrated. I love <laughs> Thanksgiving, uh, dinner lunch all day like you know mm-hmm. it's my it's it's one of my favorite things to do but uh this year i'm actually gonna go to the cowboys game oh okay uh which i'm super excited for i'm a huge cowboys fan and yeah this is the first year in a long time that i could be like yeah i'm a cowboys fan yeah, you know true. like i've been you a don't cowboys have to hang your for a lo- hang your head yeah, in shame and yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly usually it's like it's like hey who's your favorite football team um uh the cowboys what was that uh the the, the dallas cowboys um yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this year it's like, what's your favorite team? 
The Cowboys, duh. Who else is gonna like? I'm from De- like I was born in Dallas. I'm from Texas. Yeah, we got the Houston, but they don't really count. Right. Cowboys all day, you know. Like that's <laughs> like I have been like. I'm so stoked that they're doing so great this year. Very nice. Now, is that the first time you've been in the new stadium and everything? No, no, I've okay. been to I've been to a few games. Uh, I I went. I didn't get to go last year because I was too busy. But mm-hmm. the year before that, I went to like three or four games. And, oh, very nice. Because I'm only two hours away, and then like they at their stadium, they have this section called the Party Pass, mm-hmm. which is only like forty bucks. Like you got to stand the entire game, which is. I'm I'm completely fine with because oh, right. you got like a perfect view of like uh this the field and everything oh, that's and cool. it's forty bucks yeah uh the like but any seat is like you know like two hundred bucks right right you know right. easily <laughs> so I mean when I stand right behind those people that paid a bunch of money so it's like it doesn't even like bother me that I'm standing the whole time especially like in an environment like that where it's so rowdy and like they have like a band playing next to you and stuff like that like it's so intense that you don't even realize that you've been standing for like three hours right. or three plus hours. <laughs> No, that's very true. Yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's a good time. I'm, I'm so excited. No, that's good. Hey, at least you have the good weather. Like, there's no way I'm going to a Pats game. It's just not oh yeah, happen. no way. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Plus those yeah, tickets we are got, all three hundred. Our stadium closes or opens up, like with whichever one. Like, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. No, I like that a lot more. <laughs> I definitely. Yeah. Do. Now, track nine. I've been waiting to ask you about this, Doctor Fishy. No. Is Dr. that Fish. is that from Pete Holmes' Batman sketch? It is. Okay, yes. Yeah. I love those sketches. I do too. Um, and the first time that I heard him say, Dr. Fishy, no! <laughs> like, I was like, that is a song title. But, but, yeah, uh, so. but yeah, as soon as I as soon as soon I heard that line, I was like, that, so- that is going on. That's a song title. I don't care what anyone says. One of the songs is going to be Dr. Fishy, no. Awesome. And, uh, and sure enough, like, we... We felt like this song was the closest to like any of the scene clearlies. Oh, so sure. we're like, let's give this one the the a like goofy song yeah, title, sure. yeah. And uh, but yeah, and then it, it ended up being like a really good song yeah. too. So we it was great, um, because it definitely gave me that throwback feeling of seeing clearly, but mm-hmm. with that touch of like our new style, you know. Right. Um, and I wrote it about uh, being away from our loved ones um, while we're on the road. Uh, and, you know, and it doesn't, I mean, personally, it was it was me writing about my fiance and sure. everyone else. It was like them, you know, about their families and stuff like that. So it was, it was actually a really easy song for us to write because, mm-hmm. you know, we were away from our family for such a long time right. being at the studio, you know, and uh, which is the worst part, probably the worst part of tour, honestly. Um that's the only thing that you know keeps me homesick is my loved ones back home right. you know like but yeah that's that's why i made it so easy cuz we were all feeling it at the t- at that time so cuz that was one of the one of the last songs that we actually wrote while we were oh. in the studio oh okay does any of either your fiance or any of the other guys in the band does any of their family ever come travel along with you guys when you're out on tour um, not normally. Uh, my fiance, whenever this was actually when we were like first dating, she actually did go out on the road for a couple days because we were just doing like uh like surrounding like cities and states and stuff, and it was like around the holidays. So she, uh, she was in college at the time, but she had like a small break, and she, I was like, hey, you guys mind? And uh, they were cool with it. So usually we, we used to have like an absolutely no girls rule. Ah, okay. But but it was that was more like 
towards specific people because they just couldn't. Sure. They were just weird about it. So we were just like, you know, for a long time, we just kept it like that. But then it got to the point where it's like, oh, like not the weird people are on tour now. So, I mean, like it it, it was it was pretty cool. We got we got to go to like New Mexico and oh, yeah. uh, stuff like that uh, together and drive, you know, long like Texas itself, like is so long, mm-hmm. like and so big that, you know, the drives from like El Paso back home, it was like 10 hours easily, wow. you know, probably more, honestly. Jeez, so, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a really long, and I honestly think it's more than 10 hours. I just don't remember exactly off the top of my head how far. Yeah, but but yeah, it was great. It was fun. Very nice. All right, let's move on to track 10 with Silver Tongues. trying to remember this because this was actually silver tongues was one of the songs we wrote uh when we wrote chronophobia so we wrote this back in october the year you know a year ago basically um and i haven't listened to it in a while (laughs) (laughs) i'm assuming it's angry (laughs) oh yeah it's definitely angry it's basically just it's almost another one of the songs that kind of just uh it's it's talking about just being yourself like Mm -hmm not changing yourself for other people, which is kind of like what we felt, you know, you had some to do labels, yeah. like we had to do before. Right. So we, we kind of were just like, we just want to be us. We're going to write what we want to write about. We're not going to hold back anything. We don't care if it'll make, you know, certain groups and organizations angry. Mm-hmm. We want to write what we feel and we're going to be who we are and we're not going to like put a mask for anybody. Right. So, cause I mean, just doing that, like it, like the, the first things, one of the first things I say is I'm, I'm tired of feeling worthless. Like you don't feel like you're, if you, if you can't be yourself, like it just, you don't feel right. You feel right. worthless. Like you like, what's the point of me doing this? Like, it's not me, right. you know? And so, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of what drove that song to be, you know, like it's, it's, it's angry and, you know, it's like. And it's more like, it's not necessarily angry. It's more like a fed up song. Like it's ah, just sure. fed up with, you know, putting a front and we're just going to be who we are. Very nice. Let's move on to the last track. This is Dying Light. And Dying you actually Light. made the music video for this as well. So yeah. how did that kind of come about that this is where you wanted to be on your second music video? So this is actually this was the last song I wrote in the studio uh and it's my it's my favorite yeah. song on the album honestly. Um the whole song is about um just like uh, like finding inspiration in life. Uh so the the light that's uh they're ta- we're talking about dying the dying light is inspiration in yourself and inspiration in light. Uh or in life, not light. Um, <laughs> but you know, finding it again. Like uh, there was a point in time where you know, because of what happened in, in between, you know, the last album. Uh, you know, there was a time period where we kind of just were like, dude, we're tired of like, you know, it kind of like because of all the negativity that we we got. Yep. It just we absorbed it. We absorbed that negativity, and it kind of like brought us down, and it made us not want to 
be a band anymore, honestly. And so um, we all kind of, especially me, I know for, for a fact, for me, I, I can't really speak for the other guys, but for me, I was like on the verge of quitting and it was because I had no inspiration like mm. in what we were doing because of what all the negativity was said and all the bad feedback and all that stuff. And so like I had to find in myself that inspiration and like that's what the whole music video it's like um the whole music video he, you know he's in the room with the mirrors mm -hmm. and he's like looking at himself and the mirrors are you know it's kind of like the mirrors are representing like look at yourself look at what you let yourself become don't let this be you be better than this you know um and so that's why in the video he's like smashing all the mirrors and mm -hmm. and that's kind of what the mirror in the album art represents right. it's yeah. like you know it's seen it's us like you're seeing uh, a reflection of yourself kind of thing um so it just it was definitely a very very personal song like and i think that's what helped make it so easy to write is because it was me and it was definitely what i was feeling and then you know at that time while i was in the studio like i not i didn't find the inspiration when i got to the studio i found it a little bit before mm. Because uh, I was writing a lot of these these songs uh, before that, but I I was able to find myself, you know, I, I was able to get out of that darkness and I was able to like, you know, start writing again and like I felt confident in what we were doing. Um, and it was just all mental, you know, like it's all like it, it's crazy to me that you know polarities, you know, the whole thing is about positive and negative, yep. uh, and things. And so, um, it it's. And I've been going by this thing. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the book and and the movie called The Secret. Yes. And it yeah. talks about the law of attraction and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Well, I've been going by that since high school, and oh, wow. okay. I've been trying to you know keep that positive influence. But like all the negativity that you know was brought by the last album, like was I was absorbing yeah, it, and it was right. just like pulling me down. And it was like I had to be a more positive person, and I had to like by doing so, I was able to pull myself out of this like black hole basically and and uh you know i found the the light in what i was doing and found inspiration in what i wanted to do with my life and stuff like that so it was i don't know it was that's why i think that's why it's my favorite song because it is word like you know exactly what was going through my head right. like through the last years you know after following the the album so it was the perfect closer for this album because it's kind of like you get to hear all this stuff and all this anger and all this, you know, frustration that we had been going through. And then you kind of like get the story of like what I went through to get to that place. Right. So all of that kind of came together on that last track to give you the idea for the design of the mirrors throughout all the merch exactly. and the album cover. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. And actually, I did want to bring up that because I don't think we had talked about this the last time we spoke, but you also have your designs company as well. Yes. Medium yeah. Designs, right? Mm -hmm. When did you decide that that was something you were really interested in? And is that something that you still continue like with a passion as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've actually been doing graphic design since my senior year of high school. I wasn't very good back then, <laughs> but that's when I was like inspired. And I was like, oh, yeah, I really want to do graphic designs. And I actually went to the Art Institute of Austin for a few years before oh. we got signed. And that school was like the coolest school I've ever been to. It was really expensive, and I didn't graduate. But uh, <laughs> my my professor, um, I told her that we got signed to label, and she was my professor was like, "Well, you should you know drop out 
so you can focus on that. Oh, wow. And, you know, because school's going to be here always, you know. And I was like, you know, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is always going to be here. And I had I, been going for like a little over a year. So I learned a lot while I was there. So it wasn't like it was a complete waste of time. Right. Like I learned enough to to kind of do it, you know, uh, freelance. And then over the years of like being in the uh, – because I did all – I've done like basically all our design stuff. Yeah, right, and right. And so um, – in that process, I learned a lot of stuff, and then I start, you know, once I kind of was like, uh, you know, brave enough to be like, I think I could do this for other bands. <laughs> like, I slowly would like talk to other people, and I'd be like, hey, let me do some design works for you, and, uh, and, you know, I started getting better and better like throughout the years yep. to where now I'm I'm like really confident in what I do. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not afraid of like put myself out there like yeah here i do graphic designs like every show like i'll try to like talk to a band especially like the starting ones you know mm-hmm. that because every starting band needs graphic designs oh so, absolutely um and and it's funny like bands underestimate the importance of like good images uh-huh. and like a, yep. a you know for like logos and t-shirts and everything but it's one of those things that if you don't have a professional looking logo or shirts or anything like Labels see that stuff like it, mm-hmm. it's how you hold yourself really, and so uh, I wanted to like help bands get that image out there, you know. And so, uh, yeah, I definitely have a passion for for graphic designs. That's one of I love doing it. So yeah, I was looking through, and there are a lot of really good stuff. I'm gonna have a link so that people, because I might even have to use you at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no yeah, doubt absolutely. about it. Now I was looking through that, and there's some really <laughs> unique stuff. And you're absolutely right. You have to be able to capture people, and with how important merch is right now you've got to get that logo down oh yeah are you absolutely screwed that's for sure yeah uh one of the first bands that ever helped us out was like you know one of the one of the greatest lessons he ever taught me was if you want your band to be big you have to look big Mm -hmm. and so it's like from that point we were like all right well we always have to have legit merch we always have to look like even if we like at the time we weren't big, we made ourselves look big, you know, because the way we, we presented our, our shirts, the way we did our logos, the way everything looked, we right. always made sure that it was professional. And so, you know, when people go to shows and they see like a merch display, that's like, you know, uh, a T-shirt on the table and it's like not that cool of a logo like people aren't going to necessarily this they look like a local band you know but if you have like this band that has like crazy cool designs and like professional looking logos like you're going to think that band is way bigger than they actually are even if they aren't big you know like they're they look big so you're going to want to check that band out so ever since he told us that i was like you know what you're right so i you know i've been wanting to bring that aspect to my design work like i try to help companies have that legitimate look you know mm-hmm. like not just and, and it's not just bands like i'll work for other oh, you know okay. like businesses you know and and i'm like because some businesses like i'll drive around town and i'm like that logo is garbage <laughs> like pay me a little bit of money right. and i'll make you look legit you know like mm. and that's the easiest thing you can do to make a company look legit so very true and it shows too it definitely yeah. shows that was awesome talking about that i did want to ask you something before we cut off music and go to some other stuff i did want to ask you about oh yeah for sure your voice in this album is brutal like you're killing it yeah you are killing it so what was the inspiration for really reaching for that like i know anger was part of it for sure yeah but what did you work on that you really wanted to showcase in this album i really wanted my singing voice to to like 
be like okay i always see like top 10 vocalist videos and like top 10 like best singers best screamers, screamers yeah and I always wanted to be on one of those lists, and I wanted to push myself. And like on the last album, like I didn't have time to practice my wow. singing voice, or you know. And on top of that, I didn't have time to work the vocals out. It was like, all right, here's the vocal part. Don't really have time to do anything else with it, so let's just track it. Ah. Uh, so okay. with this, I wrote a lot of this stuff before we went to the studio, <laughs> so I had time to sit on it and think, like, what could I do to make this better, or you know, should I just completely scrap it and start over? Uh, and then on top of that, I actually did a lot of karaoke. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I would sing, like, uh, Linkin Park and 30 Seconds to Mars. And, oh, there you go. And stuff that would push my voice. Mm -hmm. So when I went to the studio, it wasn't like I was just starting from fresh. Like, it was like I had a little bit of practice, but <laughs> even though it was, like, karaoke. Uh, it's something. But it's funny, though, because, like, People freak out when I'll sing when I sing karaoke because I'll sing Lincoln Park. They're like, "Dude, you sound just like that guy." And then like I'll sing uh they the karaoke bar that I go to has have bands like Story of the Year and the Oh Used really? And oh, stuff okay. like that. Yeah, so I'll sing those songs and I'll do screams, and they freak out sometimes <laughs> that I can do that kind of stuff. They're like, "That doesn't hurt your voice." I'm like, "Nah, screaming, I got it. I've been doing that for enough, for a long time." But <laughs> right. like the singing stuff, like they're like really you know they were really impressed because like they never hear people like sing that style of music right. like everyone's doing like garth brooks and just like boring exactly. country music yeah. you know classic so rock song journey comes yeah. on yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like it's just like the classic karaoke stuff but i'm like going there and singing like you know the kill by 30 seconds to mars nice. and like they're like holy crap like how are you hitting that like which honestly i don't know how i hit it i just you know <laughs> was practicing and hoping for the best and uh but they were you know, as as a kid growing up, like listening to like this kind of music, Linkin Park was the first rock album I ever like listened to. You know, right. and uh, his singing and screaming was a huge influence in what I was doing. Like, uh, you could hear it a lot in 1635, and you could mm -hmm. hear it a lot in Sinners. Like, that style of singing is like was a huge, uh, inspir like uh, not not inspiration, but just like that's like the sound that I grew up listening to, right. and so like that's the style that I want. That kind of just came. It mm -hmm. it kind of came naturally to me, you know, and so, um, but yeah, I wanted to, I wanted my singing voice to be top notch. Like I wanted that to be, I wanted people to say like, holy crap, this dude could actually sing. Right. He sings really great, you know, and, um, that, and then on with screams, like I've been doing that long enough to be like, I just want to push myself just a little bit harder. Uh, I want to, you know, get better at my low screams and, yeah. uh, in 1635, I have that whole, like line right after the the sec the first chorus and it's just like straight low screams and oh yeah i wanted that uh you know to sound the way it sounded like and i was really like happy that i was able to like hit it that low and that intense you know and i don't know i just i definitely pushed myself as hard as i could in the studio yeah. and, and the and the guy that i recorded with uh nick ingram he was awesome he definitely i think he had a huge part of you know helping me find my voice and and getting that that sound that you know this album needed no that's great because seriously that scream is excellent on this album. yeah it really is how are you juggling all that when you're playing live though because you're going at it yeah uh it's really hard actually okay. <laughs> i definitely have to practice a lot to get it um I've been doing a lot of cardio uh, yeah. at the gym, uh, which I'm I'm actually gonna go to the gym right after this. But oh, like, I I'm gonna I've been doing cardio, and what I'll do is I'll like sing uh, our songs while you're uh, while I'm while yeah. I'm running, 
so I can like jump around that crazy and like keep, <laughs> you know, my breath, you know, pretty, pretty normal. Um, but I think cardio has a lot to do with it because it's, it's just a lot of, it's real breathy. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, and it's real fast paced. Yeah. So like I have to sing and the, the parts where I have to go to singing into screaming, like that is just, you know, straight practicing, you know, really hard with my singing voice and then finding where I need to be in my screaming voice to where it doesn't affect my singing voice. Uh, it's, sure. it's really weird. Like there's a lot of weird stuff going on in there, but, <laughs> and it, and I can't really explain it. It's almost like just something that you feel in your voice and in your throat where, mm-hmm. where your screaming voice is and where your singing voice is. And it like, you just gotta like, cause I mean, you can't affect one or the other if you do something wrong. Right. So it just really takes practicing them over and over until you find that, that, you know, good, balance between mm-hmm. them um and luckily i have i have a you know a couple guys in the bands that can do backup vocals right whether it's uh screaming or singing so i could get that small break to like transition from a scream into a, a singing part so oh, okay good yeah yeah no oh, that's great so, well that is one yeah, thing oh, yeah. one thing i definitely want to ask touring wise before we move into the non-music stuff are you guys planning on any upcoming tours and will they at all reach the east coast we are with fingers crossed. Looking for a good tour. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> are looking for a good... Because the thing is, we don't want to just headline another tour. We're, we're kind of over it. Like, we need we need to support a bigger act. And oh, okay. that's what we're looking for right now. Because uh, we, we kind of reached the limit on, like, how many fans we can reach. Like, we can only reach our own fan base so many times. Ah, uh, okay. Before we need to, to reach out into other fan bases. You know, like, people that haven't heard of us or, you know, didn't know that we existed because... There was no promotion, link, or, you know, yeah, like because sure. Facebook, because Facebook limits you on that stuff now. So it's like we can't really cross, you know, fan bases if we're not doing a, you know, because when when you do a headlining tour, it's almost like you're bringing your own fans. Ah, uh, sure. And right. you can only do that so many times before, like, even those fans are like, well, I already saw you a few right. times, so I'm gonna wait for the next one, maybe. And so we're trying to find a a a really good tour where we're the supporting act okay. not necessarily the headliner you know do you have any but, bands that are going through your head right now of who you'd like to go out with man if i could choose i would definitely go out with memphis mayfire oh, like there you go. those guys are so good but i, I mean not that's definitely like reaching but it's like i don't know like at this point anything anything's possible you know like they're definitely one of my bigger influences in like uh our genre of music right. and stuff like that so Matty Mullins, like the way he sings and screams like that, and yeah. like, you know, that's something that I look up to now, being a singer and screamer. You know, so sure. uh, and I, I love their music too. <laughs> His lyrics are super inspirational and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I would, I would love to tour with them. Um, I don't know, man. There's just so many bands that like. I just we're we're trying to like find one that will like hopefully take us. You know, <laughs> like some yeah, you know, it like doesn't seem like it would be a hard sell. It's like it's a lot harder than it seems. Really? Like we're oh, okay. we're really pushing, but like this music business is rough, man. Like yeah. it's it's cutthroat. So it's like we'll see. We're 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 hoping for the best. Hopefully this new year and this new album will bring us something something great. Absolutely, you guys deserve it. That's there's no doubt about that. All Definitely. right, let's let's move from music for a second because I did want to ask you one thing. You're still a Spurs fan, right? Absolutely. What have you thought about this season so far? And it's very I mean, very doing, early. Yeah, I mean they're doing pretty great so far. Yeah. Like, I mean that, like from what I can tell, I think I think that I mean I, I don't want to say that they're not a championship team, but I think they're one of those like 
creepers. Like, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, the uh, LeBron, yeah. you know, yeah, the Warriors and like, you know, everyone's talking about those teams, which I get it. They have like those those star players that are like crazy good. Like they're it's not I'm not saying that they're bad in any way, but you got like the Spurs are just like a team. Like they're so mm-hmm. good at like they they play so well together. And right. like I, you know, I didn't know how the the you know the vibe was going to be when they lost like you know a couple of their key players. But sure. I think I think they're going to do just fine. I think I think they're going to like creep up on everyone. I think they're still going to go to the playoffs. Like oh. they're still <laughs> definitely a playoff team easily. That'd be crazy if they didn't. Yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine them not going. No, for sure. But we'll sure. see. We'll see how far it gets. But I, I think I still think they're a great team. I was gonna reach out to you when Duncan retired, but I was so inconsolable that day. Yeah, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't talking <laughs> it was to anyone. A sad day. <laughs> I put a bunch of shit like, on Facebook and stuff. That's about it. Yeah, I saw that game and I was just like, "That's it, like done." Uh, uh, no but, more, no more Timmy Duncan. Uh, it's the end of an era for me too, because uh, my annual tradition is the San Antonio Spurs always play one game against the Celtics every year. Yeah. So I'm going on Friday. The day after oh, Thanksgiving, nice. yeah. So it'll yep. be the first time, though, ever. You know, I saw them when it was just Robinson when I lived in yeah. Texas. But this will yep. be the first time again that I've seen them without Timmy D. And it's just weird. Oh, man. It's just weird. Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I did want to mention to you, too, is I wanted to ask you, since we talked, did you see any new horror movies or anything that you like? Because I remember you're a big fan of Ooh. horror movies. I can't remember. Uh I saw Lights Out, and I thought that was a pretty cool, like, like concept for a horror movie. Because uh, it, it was a YouTube video. I don't know if yeah. you saw it or not. but it was I a didn't YouTube see the full video. movie, but I saw the YouTube video. The YouTube video is terrifying. Yeah. Like, it's one of the scariest, like, <laughs> five-minute videos ever. And, like, the I, the the concept that they took to, like, the movie, mm-hmm. like, was pretty awesome. Uh, hmm. Like, right. there was a... I don't want to give anything away, but oh, there's yes. like a, a scene where like you know they shot a gun and the light from the gun made the the shadow disappear for a second. Oh sure, sure. And it was so sick. It was like <laughs> what the heck? Like I didn't even think about the you know the the flash from a gun like casting any kind of light, but it looks so sick in the movie. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I remember I was recommended. Now I unfortunately have not seen any good ones, but I was recommended The Witch, which I haven't seen yet, and Don't I haven't Breathe. Seen that either. Did you see Don't, Don't Breathe? Don't Breathe. Yes. Oh, God, yes. I, I heard forgot, that's, but that's good. That's not necessarily a horror movie. It's More a very, a... very good suspense movie. Ah, okay. Like it is, it is pretty awesome. Uh, actually, me and my fiance saw it on our anniversary. Uh, oh, okay. And <laughs> we uh, we go to this place uh, called the IPIC Theaters. Mm-hmm. And basically, they have Lazy Boy recliner chairs. Oh, nice. And they have a blanket. And it's super expensive. It's the most expensive like movie experience you could ever do. <laughs> but it's one of those things like go every once in a while because it's the greatest way to watch a movie. Oh. Um, but uh, the servers there were scaring everybody because they, you know, it would be quiet in the theater. And then all of a sudden... Uh, you have a, someone like just spoke there. Hey, you guys doing okay? And it's like, oh god, just like, nowhere. <laughs> you, where did you come from? Like, and it's like, and he, they would come in those moments in the movies where it's like quiet and like really, really intense, and you don't know what's gonna happen. And mm-hmm. it's like, hey, can I refill your drinks? Like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, let me get, let me get a Dr Pepper. Like, just get out of here. <laughs> That's great. We have theaters that have the sort of reclining chairs, but we don't have any one of those ones that do like the service or anything like that yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm hoping. Man, it's awesome. I'm and hoping. they have like gourmet like food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a 
pulled pork grilled cheese sandwich, Ooh. and it was the greatest thing <laughs> I've ever had. It was so good. At a movie theater, too. That's amazing. At a movie theater, yeah. And it was like, and then uh, it came with fries, and the fries were like this, it, it's almost like Food Network Channel like type food. Oh, wow. And it was like the way it was displayed and everything, and like yeah. they put the parsley and like just the like lightly grate some lemons and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it's really like fancy food for a movie theater. Uh. Like you'll easily spend a hundred bucks, but like right. it's it's one of go once every year kind of places, and oh, it's very nice. it's pretty awesome. Oh, that's great! Yeah, I was just trying to think because I know we talked about horror movies before, but I really didn't see anything. Recently. I was more into the Marvel movies this yeah. year. Like the Marvel movies this year killed. Like they were so good. We just did I'm Doctor a huge Strange. Marvel fan. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange was so good. It was good. Uh, I love Civil War personally. That's yeah, still, oh yeah. I yeah. Spider-Man is my all-time favorite superhero. Oh, there you go. So okay. when I found out that Spider-Man was coming into this universe, I was like, <laughs> finally, like Spider-Man was a huge part of the Civil War and yes. so like um in at least in the comics, not oh, not, yeah, yeah. not in the movie, not but as like much in the, in the comics, movie, right. you know, not as much in the movie, but I mean and it gave us that glimpse of into like how he's going to be like cuz okay, I like the two old Spider-Mans, but Here's the things that I was like, kind of like iffy on them, mm-hmm. is Tobey Maguire was a great Peter Parker, kind of okay Spider-Man. Like sure. he was a good Spider-Man, but like I think for the his, first two made, movies, yeah, he made well even in the second movie, he just made weird faces that yes. I was not feeling. Uh, I agree. And it was it just kind of like killed it for me. But then on the next one, you got Andrew Garfield, who is a awesome, awesome Spider-Man. Like he's like the wit. The like yep. the comebacks, like the smart ass attitude was perfect. But he is way too cool to be Peter yeah, Parker. Right. Like who would pick on Andrew Garfield? Like he was True. a skater kid, like he, he had glasses, cool. that was like, the only thing. Yeah, like oh you got glasses, like you look like a, a awesome hipster that I would hang out with. Like, right, right. You know, like so but this new guy I think is so good on both. Like I think he's an awesome Peter Parker. He's like a nerdy little kid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Spider-Man, like, wit and all that was, like, on point, I think. Definitely so was. I'm really yep. excited for uh, for his movie uh, that comes out in the summer. So yep. The trailer just came out. I haven't watched it yet, though. Oh, yeah. I, I need to watch. I Actually, I haven't seen it yet, either. I yeah, think I it need, just look. came out yesterday or something. Okay. Something ridiculous. Look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, man. I Man, Spider-Man has, has always been my favorite superhero. Like, and so... Yeah, it's going to be great. No, I'm, I'm that makes, excited. That makes total sense. Well, yeah. Danny, I feel bad holding you <laughs> back from the gym now. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's it's all good, man. I, I got Planet Fitness. It's 24 hours. I can oh, go that's whenever. Good, man, that's awesome. I wish I had a gym those yeah. 24 hours. Man, that's yeah. annoying. But I do think yeah. I actually I do think I actually got through pretty much everything that awesome. I wanted to talk to you about. I thought that was awesome to be able to go yeah, through yeah, that no album. Problem. So just let me thank you once again. This album was great. It really was like Thank I'm. You. I'm hoping that this talk will get even more people into it because yeah, absolutely. You guys definitely deserve it, and to come back from what you went through and to put out mm-hmm. such an amazing album is just awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. I. I mean, like I said, anytime you you want to have me on the show, I'm down for whenever. Uh, I love talking about this stuff. I love talking about music and you know anything. I, I'm you know <laughs> I'm always down for this kind of stuff. Might have to get you on maybe for an Ian hates movies. And do I'm one down. of those. Yeah, I, that, yeah, dude. I watch movies all the time and like I'm a huge movie fanatic, so absolutely. Oh, no, that would be good. That would be good. Well, Danny, thank you once again. Also, do me a favor, say hey to Keaton for me and say hey to the guys. 
Much for appreciated sure. and uh, happy early birthday as well. Thank you. Thank you. No problem, man. Thanks again. No problem. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Alright guys, we are back. Now that track that we just came out of the conversation with, Dr. Fishy, no! That's what that really is. So I should have done that better for Danny, but I'm glad he did it during the conversation because I'm sure I just made a fool out of myself. 
but I don't care because I really enjoyed that conversation. Now, after hearing that, if you don't already have the album, I don't know what's wrong with you. Make sure you support Everyone Dies in Utah. They deserve it. I will have links for every single way that you can get in contact with them, that you can get their merch. Everything will be in the description of this episode. So make sure you go out, pick up that self-title, pick up some merch. It'll be well worth your time. You know how good that album is. You got to hear most of it, so you know it's good. Also, you can support Ian Hates Music in a similar way. I have all of the links in the description, so you can go ahead and subscribe and talk to me and all that kind of stuff. It's all right there. The one thing I do ask is if you like the show, please rate us five stars on iTunes. That's the biggest help. And don't forget that Ian Hates Music has a weekly show where Jackson and I and special guests from time to time will talk about all the scene news, album reviews, everything in between. It's a very fun show, so make sure to check that out. I'd like to thank Danny once again for coming on the show. I'm looking forward to having him on Ian Hates Movies sometime because I think that's going to be really fun. I'd also like to thank Nicholas for once again hooking us up to be able to do this. Much appreciated. And I'm going to leave you with one final track from the Everyone Dies in Utah self-titled album. This is a track that Danny talked about. It's the final track called Dying Light. And because it means so much to him, I wanted to end the show with it. So thank you everyone for listening. And I'll leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks everyone.